Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. Yeah, you are. I'm Jacqueline. Yeah, you are. And today on the pod, yeah, it is. It's the best day of the week. What? Survivor Philly. Does that mean it's Friday, Cody? Philly Friday. Got some Philadelphia freedom in our lives. Do we? Ding, dong, ding, dong. What's that? It must be the Liberty Bell. (laughs) Ring-a-ding-ding. Duck in Survivor Philadelphia, week number three. Or between 9 and 11 a.m. or 10 to... 1150 or something Philadelphia freedom <laughs> All right. survivor Philly I love it right that's yes. what we should have done 100% yes you're right sometime between 1015 and 1110 1150 or something in that somewhere in that, in, in that range for sure their episode title bull in a china shop hmm okay who was a bull in the china shop don't worry i've got it written down i have the titular moment noted okay before we jump into the episode jackie is there some news for me cody just a little do you have any philly news um i'm sure there's been lots of murders and death like Murder there has been in every major city in the u.s over the last week it's probably hot i'm sure covid is a factor probably have some monkey pox maybe getting close to them and if they call it something else in philly philly pox oh maybe so no they absolutely still call it monkey pox right so last episode (laughs) of course i put out the call of alternate nicknames for cheesesteak yep and I only got one bite. Boo. I mean, yay for them, but boo everyone else. If you would like to respond to a question on an episode, you have to go to Spotify. While you listen, there should be a question prompt on your screen that you can somehow answer. Kevin, Dave, and now Melanie have all responded. Wait, I thought you said there was only one response. Kevin and Dave responded to an earlier question on episode oh. one, which I did okay. not highlight on the pod. Oh, cool. Anyway... Melanie says that Alex Gardner, a.k.a. Cheesesteak, yes. recently got his Ph.D. What did you get your Ph.D. in, Cheesesteak? I mean, probably onions and peppers. Surviving. Surviving. Um, chasing chickens, mm. like Rocky does. Okay. All of the above. All of above. <laughs> um, Dr. Cheesesteak, ah, Melanie says we should call him. Just add the doctor. Is Show that, a... like, an alternative, or is that, like, an hmm. upcycling? It's a little bit of stolen valor. She's kind of riding our coattails. Maybe a little not super original. I mean, do you think you're, what, the third host of Survivor Cast International, Melanie? All right, come on on. You could come be our on. official Philly correspondent. I mean, we do need a producer. Ooh. The spot is open, and 
does not come with pay. They've listened to the podcast. We they know we need a producer. <laughs> uh, so Melanie, as of this moment, you're officially Philly correspondent of the pod. I expect a thirty page report on my desk by morning. Which morning? Tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, Saturday, two days before this episode drops. <laughs> and if it's not there, you're fired. Oh, God. These uh, these correspondent positions, they come fast and they go just as fast. Love it. It's already done. So I don't know. We can call him Dr. Cheesesteak if you feel like now. Beautiful. Is there any other news to bring to me, Cody? Was should that I, all your Philly news? Should I Google Philadelphia quick and see what comes up? Let's just do a vamp, quick. Vamp, vamp, vamp. vamp. <laughs> Um, yes, if you have a love of our chanting, please catch our most recent UK. Um, coming on Monday. Coming on Monday. <laughs> okay, so here we got some Philly news. The Philadelphia Phillies get Noah Cindergaard. Ooh, Don't go care about Noah. That. Uh, fire breaks out at home where more than 100 cans of gasoline were found. Fuck. Um, hazmat situation declared in West Philadelphia after about 154 plastic jugs of gas abandoned at home. I think that's the same story. But why was Will Smith just ditching all that stuff on his West Philly house? Some dude named Wawa is sued over a stabbing. Seems like not a lot of good going on. Two dead and Philly shootings. Philadelphia officials report 82 cases of monkeypox. Really? Yeah, dog. Dude, I've definitely I mean, called all that news. So that's, I predicted uh, every single thing that you just said. You did predict all of the news. Yes. Dog. Uh, or Better. monkey, maybe. Would... Ah. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Um, yes. What is so... this rash that I see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm craving bananas and throwing barrels at small italian men (laughs) and with that let's roll into the head tribe all right week number three last week we said goodbye to kevin bye kevin oh i do have one more piece of news okay now lots of interest expressed from various people to come on the pod Mm. and i just want to issue an apology oh that we're just bad at planning and coordinating and making things happen you know we suck Hard to respond to messages and so forth. So if you feel as if you're being snubbed, it's not the case. Just we love you. Babies to take care of and jobs to attend to. Unfortunately, you people don't listen to the podcast enough that I can do it. We can do it full time. Right. I mean, if we had anonymous benefactors sending us, you know, paychecks in the mail besides ford fetty who only pays in t-shirts and song usage i'm rights. pretty sure we also pay him for his shirts ford oh wait fetty. no he did gift us shirts this last round ford fetty, okay ford fetty. when he found out we were covering philly that's right his patented survivor philly ford red t-shirt fetty. um but yeah should we jump into it let's splash splash 10 15 getting some head Oh my God, Masu collect Masu Melissa. Uh, uh, oh my God! No, I'm my I'm getting our South Africa content. Oh. It's bleeding into our Philadelphia content, and I call them the Masu tribe. That's accident. hilarious. The entire head tribe decides to go collectively idol hunting, and like they 
either blame it on Melissa or Stephanie. They say that one of those two ladies is the start of it. Yeah, I don't know if... I know Stephanie takes the blame or the blame. She throws out to the camera that it was her idea to go idol hunting. Boo. Not good. It's an interesting. She's like, I was already out doing it. And it's hard to do it in a way that isn't super apparent. So why not make it a, a bonding activity or come at it from the angle of if we have a tribe, switch them up. Or even... If we merge, it might behoove us if one of us has an idol. True that. It's kind of like the enemy you know versus the uncertain enemy. Exactly. Dave doesn't find an idol. Nada, in his words. Tyler maybe wanders into some poison ivy. And Isaiah wanders into the assassins. Yes, we have the assassins group forming... And I assume it must be named uh, Stephen Sondheim fans, I assume. They must be fans of the classic musical Assassins. Jesus Only thing I could think of why they would name themselves the Assassins. I can't believe you're doing this to our listener. What? <laughs> I just want them to understand the reference. Cody's love of obscure musicals is now coming into play in our podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. That's all? That's it? That's all you're giving us from that? (laughs) There's such colorful songs in this, and you're just giving us that. I just don't, you know, I mean, if you know, you know. I don't want to jump around too much, but. (laughs) Okay. I mean, clearly they know. They know. They They name themselves after the musical. Isaiah knows. All right. He's an assassin after all. And Dave seems to be in every group. Yes, because Jake, because Dave is a member of the Assassins, who is Dave, Stephanie, Melissa, and Isaiah. Yes. I'm going to start calling them the Ass Alliance for short. (laughs) And he also is in Jake and Tyler's budding classic dude alliance. The bro downs. The the bro down bros, uh, which doesn't go anywhere. No. And fizzles out just like you would think such an alliance would. I mean, most bro downs do fizzle. I love that Tyler's like, you know, I'm kind of falling into a classic bro down dude off alliance because I just couldn't make any headway with any ladies. Hmm, Typical life. (laughs) (laughs) Typical Tyler life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jackie, you burst out your saxophone for this one. (laughs) That did not sound like a saxophone at all. No? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, lots of head at the top of this episode (laughs) yes we get a lot of head and we don't get anything from the heart tribe before immunity but what else is happening on the red tribe we've got i've got a few more head things just um, that tyler feeling shielded by other physical players we've got the red head melissa going to go put on sunscreen and finding now that's a good trumpet impression there we go an idol she is she is the one who found the idol even though the whole tribe has been looking this whole time yeah i loved it sunscreen protecting your body idols protecting your game yeah and hannah she's got a great dress on oh 
that I noticed. Want to give that dress a shout out. Cool. We like dresses over here on the pod. And then before we head over to the heart, Isaiah reads the tree male poem of the week. Did you write it down? William Carlos Williams, I think. Just kidding. That's the last time I'm going to make a dumb poetry joke in regards to the tree male. Cool. But yeah, no, it's something about everyone's safe, but no one is safe. Firecracker, firecracker. Be in place. Yeah, something like that. Cool. And with that, let's head to immunity. Right, because as you said, no heart bump 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 pre-immunity. Splash. That's because we had ended with them voting off Kevin this last round. I will say I do like the structure of this episode. I like that we don't jump immediately into immunity, but we do have a good amount of time with one of the tribes before. I agree. I'm a little bummed it's not balanced, but I'm good with spending the amount of time that we spent with them. And I think the balance does come post-immunity where we do then move into heart and spend a good amount of time with heart before we go back to head, I believe. But we'll we'll get to it. Um, Okay. So I do want to acknowledge that the host is trying to be all like... Who? The host? Whose name is... Your mom? Cheesesteak? (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Cheesesteak! Paging Dr. Cheesesteak. Dr. Cheesesteak. Um... (laughs) Jesus Christ, Cody. I need uh, I need 10 cc's of <laughs> melted cheese step. It's like today you're not playing for immunity. So what do you think you're playing for? And somebody yells out, reward. It's like, fuck no, don't interrupt me. That's not <laughs> where I'm going. Shut up. That was a hypothetical question. Exactly. Uh no, you're not playing for immunity because you're both going to tribal and you're just seeing who's gonna go first, bitches. Yep. And, like, some other advantages and shit that Cody will tell us about. You're also playing for... (laughs) That's a real, like, game show moment. You're the host. You get all your flair and charisma. And, Cody, tell them the other prizes they're playing for. Well, Jackie, they're playing for info and opportunity. They can watch the other tribe. Whoever wins gets to witness the other tribe's tribal first. But not only that... You get to kidnap an opposing member and bring him back to your tribe and then butter him up, rub him down with compliments, get him all lubed up and happy, slip him back into their tribe. But before slip, him, the... slip him back to the head. Yep. <laughs> slip him back into the dark, tight crevice of their tribe. But before they go, they'll bestow upon you safety as well. But only on one of you. So then it's going to end up being, it's a little confusing when he explains it at first, but it becomes clearer later. It's essentially super confusing at first, but. Both tribes go to tribal. Yes. At tribal. One group gets to the other. The person who was kidnapped, right, the tribe that won has tribal second, and they get to witness the first tribal. The person that they kidnapped from the, the losing tribe is safe. And then they save someone. Uh, so you have someone safe at each tribal. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, And it's going to just be some epic rounds of tug of war. With different heats of different arrangements of people. Yes. I think a tug of war challenge is a perfect LRG game. It is. It makes for something that's quick, not a lot of setup entertaining to watch 
fun to participate in. Easy to film. Yes. And I really love that they do utilize a different combinations of numbers of people. I think that's a really smart way to just make it endlessly customizable and interesting. The things that I wish they would have changed is not allowing the same person to go multiple rounds in a row. Right. And until like, oh, everyone's going. I think that's a good rule to add in. And as soon as you have more than one requiring a gender mix. 100%. That's the only two things I would change. Round number one. It's the hero battle. Interesting. The hero battle. Um, Interesting designation, calling it the hero round. Never have I heard that before, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, sure, we can go with that. Meaning it's a one versus one. The heads throw out. Little, little, little Tyler. Lanky little Tyler. Clearly not anticipating whom he would be going up against. A.K.A. Jason. Immediately, my first thought is Tyler has zero chance of winning this round. I mean, someone from the peanut gallery yells out David versus Goliath. But this isn't the Bible, babies. This is real life. And Goliath wins. Um. He completely destroys Tyler. But maybe he doesn't win in the long term. Spoiler. Mm. The second round is three versus three. We've got Isaiah, Dave, and Jake versus Jason, Ariel, or Ariel. This episode really I think throws it's Ariel. It. I mean, if we're like, one could assume it's Ariel, but there's a lot of mispronunciation going on in this episode that really Ariel, calls it into question. clarify for us. I don't want to like overly try to pronounce your name no. correctly, but I also don't want to be mispronouncing your name. It's, it's like, I I'm have... just going to like, I'm going to say like Ariel mm-hmm. and I'm not going to like overthink it. But I, I also have... don't want to be just mumbling his I, name. That's the thing. I have students who are male who have the same written name yes that's pronounced Ariel. right so i'm going to assume that's how i pronounce your name and it's not ariel right but but it's also correct us but like ariel isn't a crazy no it wouldn't be insane or uncommon for his name to be ariel either exactly that's the thing like i don't want to overthink it or underthink it i just we're overthinking it times a billion already we've like spent two whole minutes talking about ariel's name here's what i think we go for Going forward, nobody contact us about this at all. Unless it's Ariel. We should stop down every episode and debate (laughs) it. And and have the name corner. Okay. Just for Ariel. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm sure he would like that. Perfect. And yeah, so Blue for a little bit is holding their own for a, a little tiny bit. And then the two front guys fall. Do both front people fall? Yes. I know Jake falls for sure. He slides into Tyler and like knocks him over. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Charlie Chaplin, Three Stooges <laughs> type much. stuff. And I'm pretty sure Ariel just like lets go at that point. Like I'm fucking done with this shit. <laughs> I don't know how exaggerated it's become in my mind, but I imagine <laughs> Tyler like or Jake like limply at the front hanging on and like I almost think Jake like, was second, wasn't he? I just imagine him holding on, his body <laughs> limp, his arms still attached to the rope. Everyone else is still tugging and like back and forth. He's being like almost flung like a limp ball. <laughs> He's so tiny and small. Tyler? Or Jake or both. I don't Jake remember. Jake is bigger than Tyler. <laughs> I don't know. Tyler. Okay. 
Isn't that how it happened? Uh, yeah, but let's just say the hearts destroy them again. Well, and where was Kyle during all of this? I don't fucking know. <laughs> there is no Kyle. Yes. Uh, and then last but not least, for the only chance Head has, is a seven versus seven, all in, all in, all or nothing. I love that they do the final round, seven on seven, all in. Yes. I was like excited. I cheered mentally in your brain because you didn't cheer verbally i didn't hear you cheer while we watched you were so enthralled you didn't hear my cheering okay so heart they've got so much heart you just can't stop that heart they they take it it's a shutout It, it is poor head tribe the hearts decide to capture daddy dave yes okay i'm really glad like I was worried for a minute that we were inappropriately like over calling him Daddy Dave, but fuck no. Well, I'll remind we're you. We're the yeah. least Daddy Davers of the Daddy Dave tribes. Because we didn't think up the Daddy Dave thing. It was something that came up on episode one. Yes. And then we just jumped on the Daddy Dave bandwagon. But then it's like there's a lot of Daddy Dave talk in the chat worried that we're maybe perpetuating it to an extent other people weren't but yeah this episode <laughs> makes it very clear or that, that dave wouldn't be comfortable with yeah right the daddy dave situation is just raging we march, didn't start the fire march as, april and may as we're told speaking of my billy joel reference there i can't help but bring up our amazing trader joel's idea that we came up of billy joel taking over trader, trader joe's, joe's. Okay, do it. Do it, Billy Joel. Do it. Only play your music. Exactly. Turn all the Trader Joes into Trader Joels. And they're only in Uptown. You have to be an Uptown girl to come to Trader Joels. Or just play that song on repeat in any city that's called Uptown. Like Minneapolis has a city called a, a section called Uptown. So that Trader Joe's always has to play Uptown Girl or every hour on the hour plays Uptown Girl. I feel like Billy Joel's like a Philadelphia icon. You had to be a big shot. You had to shop at Trader Joe's. (laughs) The look you gave me as I did that. I think I'm going to be without a wife here. The look of disgust as I went into that. Because you had to hear it, but she had to see it. And our host, Dr. Cheesesteak himself, asked Daddy Dave what it's like to be surrounded by a sea of red. Mm. And Daddy Dave's loving it. So then Dave will get to bestow the safety. And this is really a great moment for my Dave is going to win this season thesis. Mm, Boo. And then Dave, he's also real excited. Dave also has a huge head and thinks he's going to win this season. We'll get into it. Okay. Should we take a quick break and then come back post-immunity? Let's fucking do it. Bottle of red, bottle of white, buy them both at Trader Joel's tonight. I'll buy you anything you want at my Billy Joel-themed grocery store.
Lord Fatty. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International. The number one Ford Fatty podcast. We're talking Survivor Philly, week three. Coming back to a little Ford Fatty. Really? Is that who we're <laughs> listening to? Ford Fatty. The silent benefactor and musical patron of the pod for Philadelphia. Legend has it that Ford Fetty was born on the mean streets of Philadelphia. Really? And musically carved a path to Minnesota. I don't even know what that means, but that's what his bio says. Really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding at all. That's why I thought it'd be funny to do... You're not... His SoundCloud biography says literally what I just said. I'm Ford Fetty. I was born on the mean streets of Chicago, Philadelphia... And I musically carved a path. Was it Chicago? To Chicago and then Minneapolis. Hmm, I don't think, I think Cody's lying to us. Rocky, Rocky, Rocky Balboa. (laughs) Now he is definitely lying to us. You'll just have to go to his SoundCloud page to find out. Okay. That was Bacon by Ford Fetty. I mean, I wish. So let's follow those headers. Out of immunity. All right. So it, it I, I've got heart. Okay. Go heart. They really come in hard on the daddy Dave talk. And on Dave in general, they're just like grilling him. And they're a little worried of some blowback on stealing Dave. I mean, it's funny that I don't know if I'd be so gung ho of calling a older white dude i don't know daddy just immediately out the gate with such gusto daddy zaddy in the daddy of the month calendar i did have to check the definition of zaddy and it's apparently an older charismatic attractive man okay so i guess dave is a zaddy hashtag certified zaddy are you a zaddy no i'm not very charismatic Mm, or stylish zaddy you're not a daddy Mm. Am I a zombie? An older, you're not old enough. Aw, damn. All right, so Dave spills some head tea. And teaches them how to do the water? Oh, gosh, this moment's (laughs) fucking crazy. They're like, they think they're out of water, which you think production or they would ask somebody for more water. It's like, oh, I guess we get no more water the rest of the survivor challenge. And Dave, just cool as a cucumber, walks over, pops that top, gets himself some water. Everyone's head explodes. It's like, what are you guys thinking? They had to get some airflow. I guess. They just needed their zaddy. They needed their zaddy. He's really, he is pulling hard daddy duty. He is. He's definitely filling that daddy role. Um, People are beginning to consider voting off Jason. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's just rubbing people the wrong way, and that has kind of carried over from last episode. It's gotten a little old for some people. They're just feeling like Jason is always at 100, and sometimes they need him at 25. Jason, however, he's all, his mentality is, hey, I'm young, I'm big, 
and I'm fast. There's they, no way they're going to vote me no off. No fucking way. That's the three pillars of Survivor. Yeah. Strong, young, fast, motherfuckers. Young, big, fast. Oh, and that's... lots of people can't get big and fast, but I've got them both locked down. Yeah. Bring it. And he thinks it's going to be Ariel slash Ariel or Nikki. Okay. Maybe the worst response to the name conundrum is saying both of them like that, right? Probably. That's maybe the very worst the very way worst. to handle it. I will say we've got Chrissy, who's looking like a cheerleader. Ooh. Um, saying her brain is zooming, zooming, zooming. And that was fun. Ooh, zooming, zooming, zooming like a... Kia Sorento. No, I immediately think of zoom, zoom, zoom. Isn't that the type of car? Make my heart go boom, boom. Supernova girl. Oh, who's that? Xeon 20th? Xeon. Girl of the 21st century? Yeah, but do you know the name of the artist singing that song? Do you? Protozoa. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. (laughs) But you know, I think that song is really indebted to the Jetsons, who do a lot of that style of song. It's like... Eek, ack, orc, aka. That means I love you. Ever heard that song from the Jetsons? Mm, No. I think there's a clear delineation from that song from the Jetsons, a cartoon show that has like a 50s aesthetic and is set in the future space age. Word. To the Disney Channel original movie that you're invoking that I think they're in conversation. Okay. I'll take it. Am I crazy? No, I'll take it. <laughs> I just said I'd take it, Cody. God. Am I the ah, only ah, one who feels like they're going me. crazy no. right now? Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hashtag domestic violence jokes, question mark. Oh, God. No, I'm kidding. You I'm meant kidding. verbally hitting. Yes. Uh, yeah. Dave <laughs> being a zaddy. Dave the zaddy. Okay. So now we've got some heart time, some head time. Well, okay, we should finish all the heart time. Let's do all the heart time. Okay. So then we get a little bit of Dave background knowledge. Uh, this is where I also acknowledge that he's got a huge fucking head where he's like, if you choose me, you're looking at your winner of Survivor Philadelphia. It's funny that you keep saying Dave has a big head, and I'm not sure if you're speaking literally or not. No. His head's normal size. He has a normal size head, except his ego, which inflates his head. I'm going to jump in here, and it's not just because I love Dave and because he's a zaddy or because I've pegged him as the winner of the season. I do think he says it with a little more humility than mm. you're giving him credit for, mm. and it's all based around his patented Dave one day bonding strategy that he just knows is effective. I mean, he's played so many one day LRGs. He's like, I've got this thing down to a science. I feel like that is just in and of itself, a big cue that we don't want Dave to win. I'm a huge fan of the underdog (laughs) and Dave is just coming in as a big dog. And I don't Uh, like this big dog energy. He's undeniably a big dog. He is undeniably a big dog. You think he's got any big dog t-shirts tucked away in his closet? I mean, he better now. He better go get a full re-wardrobe of simply daddy and big dog shirts. I also have to, okay, Dave breaks down his four great loves. If you had to say your four great loves before I reveal Dave's, what would you categorize them as? Family, faith, firearms, and 
Homemade fudge? Frenchies. Frenchies. <laughs> when you say Frenchies, do you mean French kissing or the French people? The dogs. Oh. Oh. Oui, oui. Jacques Bleu. You. Me. And family is one, I guess. Right, right. France. France? Friends. Okay. Nature? Specifically water. That's nice. I like that. And community. Oh, okay. Any response I have that isn't those four things, you kind of end up high-roading me, I feel like. (laughs) Let's see. Tabletop board games. (laughs) Spicy snacks. Podcasts. Bob Fosse. And podcasting as an abstract medium. Love it. <laughs> no, just you definitely win. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Uh, I think, you know, I, okay, but Dave's. Oh, you're not even going to give me your oh, four? Oh, of course, family no. and yeah. um, I'm just kidding. global community, just to one-up you there. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Literature. Oh, literature. yes, good. And... Psychoactives. <laughs> Psychotropes. Let's go to Dave's. <laughs> uh, Dave's. Uh, he... Wife slash kids. Okay. Wife no. slash kids. He's cutting up his wife and children. Stop it. <laughs> He's morphing them into one category. Oh, God. Wife and kids. Survivor. <laughs> Dogs. Not just any dogs, though. His, his dogs. dogs. Should we gamble and guess what Dave's dog's names are? Ginger. And Minger. <laughs> Minger, come here. Come here, you little Mingy Minge. And he's a Philly boy. Philadelphia. Philadelphia I love you. freedom. Dave <laughs> loves it. Philadelphia. Philly. Philly. Okay, <laughs> this is our worst episode. Stop. We're going to lose a bunch of listeners. We're going to get more listeners. I also love that Dave, he tells us that he was a nuclear engineer and fucking a submarine operator. Very impressive. Pretty crazy. And, and now he's a fucking teacher? Teaching with something about like generational teaching. He's like enriching the next generation of nuclear submarine operators. You seem nonplussed. I and don't know. He's hoping to attract the bald crowd. Oh, yeah. Whole new fan of baldies out there. Your brother's bald. Yeah, going bald. I mean, he shaved his head. Ooh, so he and is his bald. beard. If you're one of those hashtag baldies, if you've got no hair up there or down there, yeah, if you've got, if we, you've got a part of your body that is hairless and you want to flout it hashtag baldies on this episode oh god uh um, yep so <laughs> hey dave dave he asked for it yeah he's asking for the baldies to come you out know. now i do enjoy that we've continued like dave has a good moment here dave is popping he's at the tribe and then we get a little taste of his audition tape i suspect it's going to continue throughout the season i'm glad it does me too but have we seen did we see rwan's and kevin's because if we Mm. didn't see theirs Mm. canceled interesting motherfucking canceled did we see kevin's i don't know is it like the same situation with last season of south africa where they only show you people that are like popping uh yeah i, I don't like know i have this memory of seeing kevin but i don't think i saw rwan the halls of his university 
and he like wrote a math equation on a chalkboard Did and he? left it and then no. a, a janitor came and solved it and a janitor came and spat on him clean up your fucking boards you're like really in a mood this episode. <laughs> you're really going crazy i love it uh that's because we're podcasting so late okay it is almost 11 p.m <laughs> that's late for 30 year olds so continuing with our episode we're going to the head tribe not yet not yet so <laughs> dave has to award somebody safety i know but don't we want to do that when they go to tribal well i'm just saying that ariel chooses this moment to do a little safety dance oh and everybody's doing a little twerking like Chrissy's twerking it up. Do other people also dance? They join in, but Ariel's is best. He does a little safety dance. Trying to get safety from Dave. And we'll see if it pays off. Later. Oh man, I was just getting into it. And then, okay, there's a little bit of talk that Matt thinks he knows what's going on, but can you really ever know? Jason is a wild card, but not necessarily. Throwing out lots of names. Right, not in a good way. And then Dave gets that titular moment when he's reflecting upon Jason. He, Jason doesn't watch Survivor. He doesn't seem to have much of a strategy. He's just kind of like a bull in a china shop. Okay. It makes sense. I appreciate it. Should we go over to the head, head tribe? Head head head, 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 chant, chant. All right. There is talks of gender splits occurring. It's definitely ladies v. gents at the start of this. Stephanie hopes that Dave is being her little spy over on the Heart Tribe. And their ladies are trying to decide between Tyler and Jake. Melissa's pushing for Tyler. We get the first emergence of what I like to call the phantom dog. Oh, 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 oh. no, we've heard that dog a lot. Yeah, I know, but he's phantom because you don't see him. Oh, we gotta pet him. He lives inside the Survivor Philadelphia studio. Okay, can I... I'm sorry. What? Never mind. We're not there yet. I know. Crazy great moment I thought that that was during the challenge. It's not. It's during Tribal. It's coming soon. Sorry. Another great tertiary character that emerges this episode, aside from Phantom Dog. Yes, we'll get to the the person you're referring yes. to. Everyone seems to be afraid of Stephanie's smarts. She's been spouting spouting historical facts, mm. really bragging about her big brain, and it's terrifying all the boys. Tyler, in particular, is like, Stephanie has laid out some strategy that is just blowing my mind to the extent that I know she can't be kept around. Okay, who's the teacher? Is it Tyler? I think Tyler is the teacher and he tries to team up with Hannah. Um, yeah, but later on, while he's talking to fucking Stephanie, he says museums, teachers were underestimated. And you're like talking to a historian, not to like a museum curator. I know, I know. It's like you're calling her a museum. You're you say museum, I know, and then teacher, teachers, libraries, public yeah. transportation. We're all the same. The homeless, it, we're all looked down upon. Um, white dogs. He um, 
it is funny that in that moment, it's like he's aware that Jake is maybe in trouble. So he's yes. trying to pivot and he specifically is like, oh, if Jake gets voted off, I want to have people to work with afterwards. And you seem like a good candidate. You, and me. he just comes on so strong. And it's funny that Stephanie's like, you know, he convinced me that he should be kept around. And the fact that he was able to convince me convinced is, me why he needs to fucking go. Exactly. Is the red flag that I need to vote him off. So Isaiah, speaking of Stephanie, uh, I love that they're both mutually each other's number one and that in private talking heads, they express that. I also love that Isaiah does not want to vote another woman in a second vote. They just voted out Rowan. They do, he doesn't want to go lady, lady. It's a good doesn't look. look good. He's trying to bridge. Well, it's a good look to not want to do that because exactly. it looks bad to vote double ladies. hundred percent. Yeah, he's really trying to bridge that like. The boys trying to recruit Hannah to vote for Stephanie while not putting a target on his back, revealing that he's working with the ladies while also particularly Stephanie, right? Being a liaison to the ladies and trying to keep that strong. And it just doesn't really work out for him despite his efforts. It but certainly doesn't. I like the effort. Good play, Isaiah. Good play. I just feel like he's stressed out this whole episode. This whole episode, he's just stressing about the Stephanie situation. And then right before tribal, he just kind of has to throw his hands up and be like, I can't do anything. You know, it's moving in that direction. I've got no options. I don't want it to happen, but I have to protect my game. And ultimately, as long as it's not me, that's okay, right? <laughs> now you're doing a music cue. This is Isaiah. He's stressed this out. This is Isaiah this whole entire time. I wish I found some better sounds no one's ever heard. I, wish I love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the musical cue episode, apparently. It truly is. Um, so and- then... Tyler, when he is talking to Stephanie, and when Melissa is talking on being wary of Isaiah, Phantom Dog reemerges with a vengeance... He's really in there barking it up. I really wish we had Dog of the Pod right now, but Dog of the Pod won't be delivered until Philly Friday drops on Philly. So look for our Instagram posts with Dog of the Pod. We'll put it up on Twitter, too. Cool. Hashtag bark, bark, bark. Melissa, as I said, is wary of Isaiah, but Isaiah is just happy that he's safe. Melissa being wary of Isaiah is something that doesn't go anywhere. And Isaiah, it's like he wants to save he wants to save Stephanie, but he's like, ultimately, I'm fucking safe. So I don't want to push too hard and put a target on my back. Yeah. And then we kind of roll into tribal with Tyler saying that he needs Hannah Banana and his boys to come through for him. She's smart. She's she's smart. She's smart. And then he thinks he might cry if he doesn't make merge. She's smart. Hashtag she's smart. She's smart. There's just like him repeating she's smart to everyone like 20 million times at the end of this. All right. Let's go to tribal. Double tribal. Little head tribal first. As we come into tribal, there's a little girl, little tree girl, climbing a tree. 
I love that the show really puts an emphasis on it. Like the camera fully zooms in on her. And then shows you production being like, hey, hey, we're filming here. Get out of here. Why do you assume it's production? I assumed it was like her dad. No, it's it's a it's a woman with a, cl- a young woman with a clipboard. Really? Yes. Going after this girl being like, hey, we're filming here. You gotta go. For some reason, I thought it was like uh, her dad being no. like, "Hey, they're filming here. No, Watch it's out. production kicking this little girl out of the. Like, why not let her play in the background of this tribal? I'll have to go back and watch. I really thought it was a parental unit getting them. I mean, it's fine, but it is just a fun moment. I love the background. Yes, ecosystem. I agree. Little tree girl hashtag tree girl. And then Hart plus Dave, they're watching from the sidelines. And Hart plus Dave to me, to me, to me, Hart plus Dave to me, really sounds like a classic rock band in the late stages of existing. It's like Queen plus Adam May. It's like Hart has lost its lead singer and Dave is a young pop singer that they can slot in to sing all the hits. That's fantastic. Hart plus Dave. With me. For me, to me, was it to me? Heart plus Dave to me. What? Because <laughs> you said that whole thing like twice. Heart plus Dave to me sounds like a. Oh, I was so just I saying thought heart, you were. No, I was saying heart plus Dave. I know, but I thought you were saying heart plus Dave to me. Oh wow, was the name of the band. I'm like, okay, that has like a weird postmodern vibe to it, right? I'm just, I'm gonna throw on some heart plus Dave to me. Heart <laughs> plus Dave to me. <laughs> their, lead, yes. their lead single that's, is that's also their first song. Yeah. <laughs> their head single, heart plus Dave to me. Music, it sets me free. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm Jason, and then I gotta go pee. There you go. They're like a pop band. Punk, <laughs> punk, pop punk. All right. Worst episode ever. was it Jake ever. that needed to pee? It was Jake that needed to pee. I ruined it. I ruined the whole fucking thing. It's okay. Um, Let's just scrap this whole episode. Okay, throw it away, because I said Jason instead of Jake. That's not the only reason. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> not you been singing okay so tyler begins to pitch himself to stay to the whole tribe and it's the time where logic versus connections comes into play how do you feel about the structure of tribal this week and i don't know if it was something that's been going on the last two weeks but it's really interesting because we get a lot of camera shots of cheesesteak as he's talking and asking questions And then as the castaways are responding, it's flashback clips throughout the episode with their voiceover over it. And we don't get a lot of shots of the cast at Tribal. We get a few as they like move around coming in and out of Tribal. So I I feel like that footage does exist. But it's a very interesting presentation of it, I feel like. Maybe they just wanted to really hammer home the actions. Yeah. Or maybe the person who cuts together the films got bored. Or maybe they just like cheesesteak is really popping mm-hmm. and I just want to stay on him. Maybe there was like a nip slip. Oh, wow. That they couldn't have on that, camera. Oh, I love that as a possibility. Yeah. Or someone's shorts was like too open and you can see right up them. Wow. Yeah. 
both of those things at once <laughs> for the same person right nips and dicks both slipping <laughs> all right well i love that so then for the head tribe tyler votes first yeah. he says um i says that he has like messy anxious chatter as he votes so i don't know if that i don't quite remember what i meant by that but that's how i felt in the moment i mean you take three times more notes than me so if you don't remember <laughs> and then i have a note that jake forrest gumps it jake's got a real forrest gump moment because oh, yeah. he says i have to pee like forrest gump would i mean we sang about that earlier we did not too long ago at no. all and i get really disappointed recognizing that they are all going to vote out stephanie should we talk about the votes coming in yeah they come in it's one vote for tyler it's four votes for Stephanie. Bye, Steph. Goodbye, our female historian, Fred, of Scooby-Doo. Ah. It's like she's female cosplaying Fred with her ascot. Yes, and, and that beach blonde hair. Yeah, and Fred is the handsome one, so mm -hmm. this is a compliment. Uh, boo, I am sad to see Stephanie go. Me too. And I'm like, did Isaiah backstab her? Yeah. We get the confirmation. Everyone did. Ouch. Everyone backstabbed her. Why did the ladies like crumble and go side with the guys? I think it's such bullshit. It's I'm a real bummer. About it. You hate to see it. Dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. Yeah, that's what happens when two ladies go home. It's dumb as fuck. Yep. All right. So let's roll into tribal number two. Tribal of the heart. Ba-bump. Ba-bump. So this is when Dave announces who he's going to save. And who does he pick? He chooses Ariel for the reason that his daughter's favorite movie is The Little Mermaid. <laughs> uh, mm. Really making me wish that Ariel's name is or uh, Ariel is Ariel, I guess, because otherwise it, it seems like a little bit like a white guy moment. Hashtag white guy moment. We all have them. We do. And, uh, but Ariel, his safety dance, it worked off, worked out. Yes. He danced to safety, his little jig, his tiny little tight movements, they worked. Exactly. Bob Fosse occupied his body briefly and brought him victory. You loved it. I did love it. So then Ariel states that when he's voting, playing with Jason. Oh, gosh. Oh, and I do. I love that they mention that, like, it's like Dave's responsibility to Absolutely. save somebody. And, like, like, he's like Spider-Man, like all this. What comes with responsibility with is your power. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that thing that Uncle Ben said. <laughs> exactly. What, what, what comes with responsibility <laughs> is your power. <laughs> that classic thing that Uncle Ben said to Spider-Man as he's dying. What does that mean, Uncle Ben? It's like a riddle. It, it's almost meaningless. <laughs> what comes with responsibility is my power. What comes with responsibility? Power. Mm. When you're given responsibilities, you're also given an amount of power. <laughs> okay. So power is my power? No. What comes with responsibility is your power. So yeah, and you're saying what comes with responsibility is power. So power is my power. Power is your responsibility. Mm. 
<laughs> Uncle Ben sure did speak in riddles. <laughs> okay. All I right. don't remember what Uncle Ben said. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Okay. Responsibility. Rue. It was a big Rue. Charisma, Paul's... uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Use your cunt, Peter. <laughs> Use your Peter. You've turned off your navigation system. Is everything okay? Yes, Uncle Ben's telling me to use my cunt. That was a Star Wars reference when he's going down the... <laughs> See, we can't just start dropping the C word on Philadelphia oh, coverage. They won't know the U... Oh, gosh. Yeah, we do this in UK, guys. In UK, where that word is acceptable, those listeners have no qualms with us dropping the C word, and Jackie is a certified woman, so she can reclaim that <laughs> I word. I certified. I, on the other hand, maybe shouldn't have been chanting it with you. <laughs> Go listen to all of our UK episodes for con for context for why we said that <laughs> word. I, I I couldn't resist. Okay. Um yes, but Ariel says that playing with Jason. Uh where is that in my notes again? I got so, is like playing Mario Kart. You <laughs> yes. never know if you're going to get a star. Or Bowser. Love the Mario Kart reference, Ariel. Exactly. Where Chrissy goes ahead and writes King Jason. Really? Yeah, she wrote King Jason. Strange. Very. It wasn't Chrissy who called him unpredictable, was it? I don't remember. Because it'd be really mixed messaging to be like, you're unpredictable and I don't want you around, King Jason. No, I don't My think it was liege. Um, And then I think that it is hilarious and very disappointing that Jason says that if he is voted out, he's going to freak out. Yes, specifically because of how well he's performed so far that day. It was a red flag. And it started because if you have watched Forrest? Surviving Maine, Forrest? famous character Forrest on that season did freak out upon being voted off and verbally also, assaulted a bunch of people. Yeah, he also was like new to Survivor and hadn't watched and didn't understand that lying is part of the game and things like that. Jason became, he came very, very close to having a forest season and I am so happy he did not succumb to it. And I, it's like a red flag moment that reveals itself to just be him, him just saying something. That yes. I don't think he was serious at all. I don't think he actually meant freak out. He was just like, oh, I'm going to be surprised. or like, Yeah, disappointed, emotionally be like bummed. Freak out is a broad term. And he kind of goes the exact opposite of that. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm disappointed because the votes come in and. Well, no idols are played. And then Matt also does say when he's voting for Jason that he's voting for Jason because Jason swears too much. Oh, yes. Which makes me a little bit worried that Matt's going to stop liking our oh, fucking man. goddamn podcast. Matt, we swear all the fucking time. <laughs> Clearly, we're not too concerned. <laughs> we're always fucking swearing left and right. But we also have those sick music drops that you love so much, Mac. Ford Fetty. Matt. I didn't mean to call you Mac. Mac. <laughs> <laughs> it's your new nickname. Mac. Uh, hashtag... If you don't like to fucking swear, Mac. <laughs> hashtag Zoo Crew. Okay. Board Freddy. Uh, um, <laughs> it's all happening at the zoo. I do, Matt, believe it. I, I do, do, Matt, believe it. it's true. <laughs> Ooh. No one is going to listen to this at, at this zoo. point. <laughs> this is longer than their episode and ridiculous. We're just going to throw this whole thing out and start over. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So welcome to Survivor Cast. <laughs> maybe if you do the <laughs> if you do the intro this time, maybe it'll be good. I'm Cody. 
and I'm Jacqueline. <laughs> and today on the pod, who gets voted out? <laughs> All right. So the votes come in. Yes. <laughs> Four for pause. Jason. Okay. One on Lauren. Two tribals where everyone voted for one person except that person who was being voted for. Full sweeps. Two full sweeps. And Jason just like folds his hands and says, Namaste. A little bow. Says, send me on my way. There's Namaste. a little bit of an issue trying to get his flame out, but they get it. He tries to blow it like. Just like that. Yeah. And then cheesesteak invoking Zelda, I presume. Your two hearts down. Six to go. Oh, God. When he said that, I just couldn't help but imagine a video game health bar. That's hilarious. And then Jason says that Ariel couldn't look him in the eyes, so he knew it was coming. But now he gets to go home and eat his lunch. He still has love for the heart tribe. And he emphatically does not freak out. And he has a really nice, humble exit. Ah, freak out. And then we hear the phantom dog barking a few more times. Bark, bark, bark. And we get a little tease that there might be some tribal switch em ups next episode. And with that. Should we head on down to Comet Corner? I'm going to be the 12th person to like it. Comet Corner on the street of Philadelphia. There oh. are six comments today. Let's read all of them. Are there? That's, oh, because there are replies. Okay. First off, we have Trevwo. Trevwo. Fave episode so far. My faves are still in it, so I'm happy with these vote outs. Woo! Although it was painful to see some people go, I think I kind of have to agree with you, Trevwo. I don't know if I do. You're going to thumbs down it? I didn't give any respect, any Trevo, response to it. Trevo, you're on warning, Trevo, because co-host Jackie came real close to thumbs down in your comments. I hovered, but then I stopped. Tim Burns says, another great episode. Good moves by both tribes. Stephanie was getting ready to take over this game, so they stopped her before she could. And Jason was too predictable to take merch. Unpredictable. Too unpredictable <laughs> to take too much. Good moves. Excited You're, to see how things shake up next. Off with your head, it. I personally know Tim Burns, and he is a Russian nationalist. Keep going. And then Tim Burns says, "Wow, looks like we're in for a crazy <laughs> oh, next God. episode. Tribe swap, but they get to choose. What could go wrong?" You're not allowed to do <laughs> accents, Cody. I'm sorry. I forgot. Okay. First off, Tim, what's going on with you replying to yourself, bro? Yeah. Why don't you secondly, just edit your comment and add that thought into it? Secondly, boo for spoilers of who gets voted out in your comment. Um, Chrissy McNam... McNamara. McNamara. Sorry, Chrissy. Hardest vote, all game, broken heart. Harder than Kevin? Come on. Yeah. Let's not pretend. And then Matt Scott. Hashtag impact. This is a family show. Yee. What happened that made him feel like it was because non-family? Because there was swearing. And then eight ball bangers, who I believe is Isaiah. No, it ain't. 
I'm going to thumbs like up it. it. Yeah. And I'm just going to thumbs up my Matt's impact. But I am going to reply to Matt. Okay, we're getting an, an on-the-air response. Must really hate the pod. I I hate that you... <laughs> Okay, I don't like that you said must really hate the pod to Matt's comment without any indication that you're joking. I am completely joking. But he's not going to hear that until Friday. And he's going to think, can I thumbs down our own? I'm going to thumbs down what we said. Okay. You can add a reply with like a laughing emoji or something. I'm just bad at emojis on YouTube. Hashtag... Sloppy pod. Hashtag zoo crew for ever. That's a money sign, not a four. I'm going to leave it as the money (laughs) sign. (laughs) Hashtag. (laughs) You're ridiculous. All right. With that, we're going to wrap up this episode of Survivor Philly. Yes, we are. Uh, we will see you next Philly Friday. Happy Philly Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Survivor And we love you. And follow us at INT Survivor Cast. And keep being Philly. Yeah. Um, find all of our other Survivor content. And other shit, too. I was going to sing another Trader Joe's spoof to this Billy Joel song, but I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it is either. I think we should let them go. I think so, too. We'll see you next Friday, Philly babies. Credit or cards, it's always a grocery store to me. It didn't work. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have tried. Damn it. Fail. Damn it. You've just listened to a Reality Pod International podcast. Find more episodes and other great shows at Reality Pod INT on Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe, and find us on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening. <laughs>